Wausau. I'm, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> so uh, this this is Here You Are, Wausau. I'm your host, Dino. Eric is at a school Christmas program and then a work Christmas party. And uh, and I'm here with my friend, Kurt. Kurt, say hi. Hi, hi Dino. How are you doing? Good. And uh, And so recently, both of us have left Facebook. Yes, indeed we have. Sorry, Zuckerberg. Right, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck him and Sheryl Sandberg and, <laughs> you know, Aaron Sorkin yeah. for making that movie and, you know, all of them. The Justin Timberlake character, whoever that guy was, Sean Fanning, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, it's funny because, so when did, when did you finally just sort of punch out? I actually, like, when did I punch out? It was about two weeks ago. Um, it's something that I've been thinking about probably since, well, since earlier this year, especially once all the, the really big Cambridge Analytica stuff broke. Um, I would say, what is that earlier this year? Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, and then that's when I started paying attention, like what Facebook had really been, been doing and what Facebook had become in the past. Well, as we know now, many years actually, but it just all started to really come to light in probably the last, what, 18 months? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, I think that's about sort of when the shine began to come off the penny. And, uh, and you know, that's when I started paying attention. So I started noticing when there was story after story, thing after thing, and I was just like, wow, this is a wildly unethical company. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, that's sort of, for me it was, uh, I think I left... I'm just going to go with a month ago. I don't really know exactly when. A while ago. At least a month ago. Um, I deactivated my account. And today, I deleted my account. Um, which is apparently two different things. So, if... Uh, but I, for me, it was... It was less about sort of the, the horror show of what they have become. And uh, it, it was more about the horror show of... What just happened, buddy? Hello. Yeah did did I lose you there? No, I'm here. Okay, because it said all right, whatever. Um, <laughs> so it uh, it was less about the the horror show of Cambridge Analytica and all of that, um, and more about just the horror show of the people. Like yeah, I mean it. We have achieved. I, I mean, I think the polarization on Facebook has achieved like white hot shittiness like it is you know it is the it is a black hole of shittiness it just sucks all the goodness right out of it and just leaves you with you know well the sky is blue we'll know you're a liberal social justice warrior dick and it's not blue okay well you know and a and a bunch of memes either ripping on hillary and part of it is you know i'm a political guy and so people like to engage with me politically, but it also seems like that's all that it is now. Like there isn't, there isn't even people hardly sharing recipes. Like, yeah, that's all on Pinterest and Instagram now. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I was like, where are the pictures of dogs and you know, freaking? I mean, it seems like it's babies and rage memeing and, uh, and there's no recipes or, you know, Stories of drunken debauchery. 
Yeah, and I, that's kind of like I, you know, I guess I was on Facebook because you're on Facebook because everyone in our generation's on yeah. Facebook because we all came of age as Facebook took over from MySpace and Friendster and all. The, I was never on Friendster. Were you on Friendster? No, but I, yeah, I was on. The, the I was a MySpace of, guy though. Yeah, the amount of fucked up social media network social networks I've been on. I mean, we I could do a list, and they're all just hilarious. Yeah. Like there was, but, there was one called Plurk. I don't know this one. Yeah, okay. and so it, it uh, like when we started Citizen Wassa, for whatever reason, we all just sort of jumped into Plurk, and uh, and it it worked really good, and it was cool, and it had a unique graphical interface. But eventually, it just sort of went, "This is dumb. Let's just go back to Facebook, or let's just go to MySpace," you know. Mm-hmm. And so. But the one that I like, the one that I really <clears throat> had hoped for to work was, and now I look back and I'm really glad it didn't. But uh, Peter Thiel started a, a or launched a, pro, a software company called Ning N I N G. Yep. And it was sort of a customizable Facebook, and uh, and so there was uh, there was. I don't remember exactly. I think it was some health related thing that my ex Jackie got me to pay attention to for a couple of months, but I just thought it was really useful and, uh, or really in a good program because it was sort of self-created and you sort of, you know, kind of kept it to yourself. But, uh, I mean, then I was like, I was an avid user of Google plus, you know, Mm -hmm. I used, uh, or I signed up for Ello. Remember Ello? Oh yeah, I remember like that. Like that was I mean that was going to be the one. That was I don't know what that I don't know what it is anymore, but like I just remember waiting around for some sort of exclusive whatever it was to join, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and also I think you were like my first friend that it was because of you that I learned what Foursquare was. Oh. Cuz you jumped on that one right away. I did. Yeah, I I like that. I still and it Foursquare became Swarm, and so I I am on Swarm. But now I've got to like tonight I've got to figure out if Swarm is a member of the Facebook family of companies because if it is I you know I don't really want to do that because I just it the internet like there's that phrase the internet of things yeah and uh, and I don't for whatever reason I don't want Mark Zuckerberg to know any more about me than he needs to. Yeah. And so like when Spotify asks me to to, you know, sign to connect my Facebook account, I I never have even when I was using Facebook. And the reason is I just like it was this thing where you, all of a sudden you looked at that connected apps page on Facebook and just went holy balls. Like yeah. everything I'm doing is everything I do on the internet is connected to Facebook. And so you start disconnecting those apps. And in the case of something like Spotify, that has real sort of functionality consequences. So unless you're unless you're on Facebook and you connect, from what I can tell, unless you connect your Spotify to, to unless you connect your Spotify to uh, to Facebook, you can't really have friends or connect with people on Spotify. Which yeah, that I, sounds right. Which I think is strange and shitty, but yeah. I mean, I've only started to use Spotify in the second half of this year, so 
that's hilarious. That's a whole other thing. So yeah. But kind of going back, I mean, about six months ago is when I actually started, you know, paying attention to what Facebook was doing. And then that's also when I just started becoming more aware of what I was doing on Facebook or what my friends list was doing on Facebook. You know, it was almost kind of like, well, yeah, us 30, 40 something people, this is what we do and this is how we communicate. And this is how it was just a thing that was taken for granted. And I'm going to completely agree with you that it's, you know, it, especially the political side of it has devolved so much. It's just so ugly. And anytime I would try to actually engage with someone, well, that would never go well. Like to actually maybe like, let's have an actual discussion of ideas. Right. Yeah, that was dumb. That was a bad idea. <laughs> um, it's like, you, you don't you don't get it. I'd, I'd like to actually have a discussion of ideas with you. No, you stupid liberal cuck. Okay, thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I remember, so I remember uh, back in the day of message boards. Like, I remember signing up for message boards, you know, and it was specifically the one I remember was around Fight Club. It was called mm-hmm. Tyler and Jack's Bloodstained Basement. <laughs> okay. And it was it was this guy who I've since gone on to meet and like in real life, um, Steve Blay out of New Jersey. But he had like a like he started it as sort of a, a fan site to Fight Club, which lots of white guys did back then. And uh, and then he added this message board thing and people just flocked to it and it became a real sort of community. And, uh, and we all sort of had these, like, in those days, it was anonymous. Like, there was no actual connection to me as, as a person. I tried yeah. to, to, for whatever reason, I tried to make it as close to me as I could without sort of giving anything away. But I'm like, yes, I live in Wisconsin. This is what I do for a living. You know, this is, you know, who I am. And, and I'll try to interact as honestly as you could. But, like, there were there were, you know... Like that was where I first met my first troll. Yeah. And uh like yeah. there That's something we can talk a lot about when it comes to Facebook too. Yeah. <laughs> and so this this person or character presented himself as his his screen name was Mad Ali and he presented himself as somebody from the Middle East. I have no idea if he was, you know, yeah. but uh literally it was he he would just have fights with with people all the time, no matter the subject, and it was always incredibly distasteful. I mean, it was just really bad. And like there were all the other characters, you know, like there was the girl, this this woman named Daphne from who was, you know, the the character was from Canada, and she was a redheaded, you know, little hottie. And I mean, you know, hell, I have no idea if she was or not, but you know. But it was one of those things where you just, and I, uh, like you got to have, you had your screen name and then you could have a phrase underneath it for whatever reason. And I, my, I came up with the phrase keyboard bravery (laughs) and it was, it was because, and I still think this today that social media and the internet allows people to say things to other people that they would never say to them in real life. And you, yeah, you would never say, yeah. Although to be fair now in maybe the past year or two or, or so, unfortunately it's actually started to become true that people will do it in real life. Yeah. And and so there was a day and age where lock her up would have just been a stupid meme on a message board somewhere, but now it's not. 
to like sort of individual interact like the group interaction is is one thing altogether but you know i've and it it come part of it comes from the the fact of who i am and sort of my we'll just say lifestyle there there haven't been a lot of cases where you know people have decided yeah i'm going to i'm going to shit on dino to his face you know mm-hmm. because I, I firmly believe that in the real world there can be repercussions for that. Like yeah. it's it's inappropriate to act inappropriate to me. And and I will point that out in the real world. And so, you know, and I don't I think that anybody who who's met me or knows me or has a sense of that is like, yeah, okay, don't let's not this isn't a thing that we do. So um yeah, it, but it it yeah, so trolling is a is a thing. Yeah, and I mean, troll culture is everywhere now. Um, and when, you know, I started kind of watching, paying attention to what was actually going on Facebook, I'm like, 90% of this is just troll culture at this point. That's all it is. It's just, I'm going to troll, I'm going to pick a fight, I'm going to have, I, I'm going to pick my team and everything is about my team. And if you're not on my team, then I'm going to just be a total troll back at you. And... And it, it's pervasive everywhere, and I I have not found a place that it is as awful as it is on Facebook. Right, and you you have a job where you work in public with younger people, mm-hmm. and so like I my question is, and and we don't have to talk about your actual job or anything, but do you is it is it interpersonally as pervasive as it is online? Uh, no, I, well, at least no, no more so amongst them in that generation as it is amongst the adult generation. Okay. It, I don't see it any personally any different there. And to be honest, young people aren't on Facebook. Right. Facebook is a Gen X boomer thing. The yeah. millennials are not there. Yeah, they, I don't know where they, they are. Maybe they were there and they've left. Oh, well, they're every place else. They're on Instagram. Millennials are very much on Twitter, of course. Right. Um, and... They're, I mean, they're on Snapchat. They're on all of those types of things. Yeah, I don't know how to. I still don't know how to use Snapchat. <laughs> like I've, I've asked some friends. Like Stacy was supposed to show me at the hockey game, but we never got yes. around to it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I have a friend who has two teenage daughters, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna go out to dinner, and just teach me how to use Snapchat because yeah. I have no idea what that is. Because like I, I have it on my phone, and. Uh, yeah, I, that's it. That's all I know. You know, I have yeah. a, I have an account of some kind, but you know, my my the people that I'm connected with that I know in real life that I've connected with on Snapchat, nothing ever happens. Like I don't. Well, and how many of the people in how many people in real life are on Snapchat that are part of your generation? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't hardly any. Right, right you know, exactly. I'd say it. Even if you learned how to use Snapchat, you know, do you really want to be on Snapchat because you're engaging with seven people? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Like, yeah. you know, it was like Elo was literally Jim Carlson and I. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is like, we're no, we're not doing this one. Okay, you know, but so I I wanted to to, to talk a little bit about what was your first social media? When did you? No, no, hold on, I want to change that. When did you first start to see a value? In these in social networking sites, um, well, coming out of college probably because that that would have been MySpace time. This is the early to mid two thousands, 
and I got on there and probably the most useful thing was it to keep in touch with people that, you know, I don't see anymore because I moved and got a job and had to learn how to become an adult. <laughs> so high school friends, college friends. I mean, that's what it was really about is being able to keep in touch with those people, maybe coordinate and plan things if you want to do something like that. Uh, you know, and this is even, you know, this is dumb phone tech technology. Right. If you wanted to text message, you had to press the seven, four times to get an S and no one was text messaging and cell phone plans didn't have text message plans. You're paying for them. So, um, it was an easy way to, to communicate with a large number of people, especially that group of people, because we all kind of jumped on at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I think I, I assume I used MySpace, but I know that I, I wasn't, I wasn't really connected to it. I was, I was on the road and I was, I was still in music and it hadn't sort of penetrated my daily life. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the the first one, and I actually remember the exact sort of moment when it when I went, oh, this is a thing. Um, it it was obviously Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and so my friend Marcus Nelson is like, Twitter's going to be the shit. It's going to be so big, and I'm like, what? Why? He's like, you're gonna you type what you're doing, and you you put it out in the world, and people read it and respond. I'm like. I don't who who's going to do that? <laughs> like, what am I going to say that's interesting enough that they're going to, you know, want in 140 respond? characters? Right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I didn't get it. And we were we were deeply involved in the Citizen Wasa project at the time. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what this is. And I was coming out. Of, we were coming out of Web 2.0, which was a whole other, you know, thing. And uh, and so we, you know, we came came to it that way. And uh so I was in Las Vegas, and I had uh, I had a BlackBerry at the time, mm-hmm. and I had set it up so Twitter would send me text messages or something, whatever that functionality was. Well, Twitter is basically Twitter is modeled after text. It's mass text messaging. Right. That's how it started. That's yeah. why it was 140 characters because that was the limit of a text message. Right. And so at some point at the this con- I was at Blog World for family planning and uh and it was awesome cuz it was a week in Vegas. Um Yeah. <laughs> and so uh at some point, you know, the people that I was following for work were on Twitter and they would be like, "Yes, we're the we're gonna all get together in room two hundred three at Harrah's for a party after the sessions." And they'd put it up on Twitter, and I'm like, "Oh, I should go to this party!" Like it was all of a yeah. sudden, it started to become real world applicable. It wasn't just Ashton Kutcher, you know, telling me what he had for lunch or whatever. Oh yeah, or Shaquille O'Neal, and so all of a sudden, I I immediately texted uh, Marcus and went, yep, I get it. Total, this totally makes sense to me. And it's the one, it's the one social media net platform, social network platform that has stayed with me through, through all of it, you know, when the rest of them have sort of come and gone. And so, yeah. well, you were on Twitter pretty early then. Weren't yeah. You? What? Oh, 07? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. So I think we were in the first, we were in the first wave of people who adopted it. Because Marcus was living in San Francisco at the time. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, it all just, that whole world sprung out of that. And so we 
we you know we we did that but even like over the over time twitter has become uh like just simply at this point a marketing tool for corporations i think like it's a it's big that way it's i mean where where else how do i use it and because and, i've been on twitter now like since 2010 or 2011 um i mean i use it to keep in because to keep up on what performers and bands and comics and all those are doing. And um, I have some my favorite journalists that I follow. I mean, let's be honest, at this point, Twitter is where all news breaks. Yeah. If you actually want to see news as it breaks, you're on Twitter um, faster than it's going to pop up anyplace else. Um, so, I mean, that's what Twitter has really become big for me. Over the, over the years is is being able to kind of keep up on that and have it all in one place. But that's not much different than what you said with corporate. I mean, yeah, you know, Pat Oswald is his own corporation. At right. This point. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is that thing where, you know, when, you know, when Kanye or whoever, you know, I, I work at a I work at a company with a large Twitter presence with many people who are involved in the Twitter program. And, uh, you know, it's it's again the data that that twitter collects or that you can mine from, from twitter is is deep i imagine and it's so it's one of those things where i'm i'm a like i've i've always been a purist about this stuff and uh and so i i see the value of the tool and then i i always get disappointed in what the tool has become yeah you know, like I, I firmly believe that social media could can be uh, a freeing thing for for humanity. Like I think it can be a wonderful person to person tool. You know, but right oh, now, yeah. you know, but right now it's where you can learn about the new Coke machine that has thirty two flavors. Yeah. I mean, I watched the Arab Spring happen in exactly. Egypt. Exactly, that's the th- That's what you. That's what everybody points to, and go, you go, okay, there. You know, that's awesome. Like uh, I went to. I watched Ferguson happen on Twitter. Right. I watched all this stuff happen on Twitter. Yeah, right. And so you know, you just kind of go, okay, this, and then you like Twitter and Web 2.0 sort of blew out for me professionally into these, like learning about third world uses for cell phones which is yeah fascinating shit like back in the time of of the motorola razor motorola had all these sort of phones that they specifically marketed to africa and india and all these things and the way these countries were using them you know for like micro commerce and micro economies and all of this stuff was based on these these tiny mobile devices i thought I always thought that that was just the coolest shit. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you're still an an active advocate of Twitter at this point? I think I am. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I think I am. I, I know that it's the one, it and Instagram are the things that are the two social media platforms that are on my phone. Yeah. You know? I, I really, Although you know who Instagram is owned by, right? I do, and I, I realized that today, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, because like there there are some really cool things that I see on Instagram, and I don't, I'm not going to get to see them anywhere else. And that was, you know, and that was coming back coming back to Facebook, 
that was one of the things I worried about leaving. You know, when I decided that it, that's it, I'm, I'm done. I, yeah. I can't do this anymore. I don't have any projects that I need to work on that I have to support any Facebook work so I can leave. And, and part of me initially was like, I'm not going to be a part of all of these discussions. And I, I was scared about that. You know, my ego is pretty enormous and I, and I want to be a part of all of that. I want people to talk to me and I want to talk to people. And I just thought, you know, this is, this is, this isn't going to be fun. Like the science of, of Facebook and the way they, you know, get your brain working is, Mm-hmm. is even more terrifying. You, you've you read some articles about that, right? Well, yeah, and I actually, I think I sent you a, a message the other day. It was a different, a podcast I was listening to where I heard someone describe Facebook perfectly. Facebook is a technology, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna paraphrase it because I can't remember the exact quote. Pa- Facebook is a technology that preys on your insecurity to sell advertisements. Yeah, it just, I mean, you know, really and, then it, and then it like the, the wall and sort of just the physical things that you're watching, just yeah. it becomes this sort of I, I imagine there's something I, I imagine it's dopamine that that somehow gets triggered by whatever shitty science that Mark Zuckerberg came up with there. You get you know? that little blue thumbs up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That that has to like do something for us. But and so I was I was concerned. I was like, you know. I'm I'm not going to talk to anybody like I'm you know because Francis isn't on Twitter I don't think mm-hmm. no and so I'm like well okay Kurt's on Twitter and Francis is not and some of my other friends are on Twitter but they don't really use it anymore so I'm going to lose contact like I like I really enjoyed having contact with my high school and junior high school girlfriend like mm-hmm. it was fun just to sort of talk to her again. And now I, I don't get that chance because I I didn't she chose like I went when I said, Hey, I'm gonna leave. If you want my email, message me. She didn't message me. Yeah. And so that's that's shitty on your ego. But at the same time, like that was shitty for a couple of weeks. Like honestly, I was like the first couple of days I was sort of twitchy about the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and then I, I kinda got through those days. And then about a week or a week and a half, I'm like, all right, so I, you know, it's not that I forget about it, but I'm just, I'm not itching to do anything, to do it anymore. And in fact, I feel better that I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I think, say, because I don't know, did you actually kind of lay out a plan when you decided to leave or did you just say, fuck it, this is it today, push the button? Yeah, it was what I, I don't know if I, I had a, any sort of notice but it was just sort of a decision that was coming yeah and i and it felt like it was for me it was like i said it was far more personal i was becoming or online i i felt i was becoming a shitty version of myself in two mm-hmm. in two specific ways one i was i was arguing a lot yeah and and i'm i'm very good at arguing and i'll do it all day long and and no one likes that that's that's a bad that's one of the worst characteristics of me. Like mm-hmm. I will, I will stay in an argument until the other person passes away. You know, yeah. we can, <laughs> if you want to sit here and argue with me, we, I, I will sit here until the cows come home. We could, we could do this until it's done. Like I got into an argument with Daniel Guild from, from Weston 
on the phone last night, and we literally argued, and the only reason we stopped is because my phone died. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, all right, this is the worst version. And then the other thing, and I can't I can't overstate this, and I, I feel bad because he listens to the podcast, but I, be, I started to become accepting of shit in people that I shouldn't be. And I and I call it the Corey thing. You know, it was the, tolerating Corey's racism and sexism and bullshit. And I and I was tolerating it just because we were friends in real life. But yeah. in real life, he doesn't talk to me like that because he has keyboard bravery because it's Facebook. Yeah. You know. And he's he's freed freed up to say shitty things like he doesn't say those things to people at the dog park. No. And, and so I was like, yeah, I got to I got to stop because I feel a little guilty by association here because I'm defending Corey and I'm saying, no, he's a he's a good dude. But it, it all if all anybody saw was what he posted on Facebook, he's a shitty racist guy. Yeah. You know, and so it was. I was becoming a shitty version of myself and I was specifically tolerating people who were nice in real life, but I knew were posting terrible things. You know, my, the, a guy I got confirmed with Jeff Schuster, you know, he's, he really likes being a troll on Facebook. And for him, it's this, you know, sort of contrary and funny guy thing that he's doing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's just, it's just trolling liberals. That's all he wants well, yeah. to do because, and People our age sort of either are liberal or you fuck, they hate liberals. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, it's basically what I found in when I started paying attention to myself and I started paying attention to others is that the way people act on Facebook, they are not themselves, they're a caricature of themselves. Yeah. They're they're the the extremes of themselves because they're doing the things that they won't do in real life to someone's face. Right. You know they, the, you know and you know you like you I mean and I know full well that you will sit and argue face to face with yeah. a person for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. There's a lot of people that won't do that because they find it very uncomfortable. But when they're at a keyboard, they'll do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll do it in a heartbeat because it's less in you know there's. It's a keyboard in a picture, and it's not a real human being they're talking to. Right. And the and the you can stretch the argument out because you can leave your dumb comment and come back to an hour later, and then respond to the other dumb comments, and then come back an hour later and respond to the other dumb comments. It's not like in this ongoing thing where when it's face to face, it has to keep going. It's not like you can say, okay, let's take an hour break and resume this. That's right. not how a, yeah. an argument works in real life. Uh, or come back to it the next day after when you know. So. Yeah, it's. I just started seeing all of that more and more, and I started kind of questioning how I was using Facebook too, and just like, I, you know, I actually got to the point. I think I started realizing like half my Facebook posts are sharing with my Facebook friends what I see on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like maybe they should just go to Twitter, or maybe I should just go to Twitter, and they can they can come along too if they want. And the number of people – actually, I had a conversation with a number of people about Twitter and they're like, I just don't – they kind of did the I don't understand Twitter and I'm too old for this. Right. You know, they, they were Murtaugh from, <laughs> from Lethal Weapon, too old for this shit. It's like, yeah. no, it's really not that complicated. It really isn't. Right, yeah. Um, and yeah, and Facebook is designed for interaction. 
where other social media platforms aren't designed as well for actual interaction and banter back and forth. Like Twitter is not. You have to like go out of your way to actually have a conversation with someone on Twitter. Right. It's, you know, you know, you actually have to pay attention to your notifications and who's replied to you and then actually go look at the replies. And um, whereas Facebook, you know, that's like built into the interface. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, like I, I also, I was doing things on Facebook that I liked at the same time. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I made a real point for about a year to actively compliment everybody at, at one yeah. point or another, like take, take the time to really consider what I can say positively about person X and then post that. Yeah. You know, and it was, and it was never like, I, I, I think some people thought I was just full of shit and that's fine. But the reality was I was doing it in earnest and I was doing it intentionally. Like I, I really want to be the happy guy in the room. You know, yeah. I want to be, I want to be the nice guy who says good things about his friends because and maybe there's some hope inside of you that this will catch on and someone else yeah. will do it too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, nobody ever fucking did. So, no. you know, I was like, all right, well, I'm just a weirdo. You know? Well, yeah. And you were off Facebook, but one of the last, you know, I kind of had a plan for leaving Facebook. Right. I basically. Hello? Where'd you go, buddy? Oh, are, are you there? there? Yeah, okay, there you are. Oh, sorry. Um, I I basically announced to my Facebook friends, hey, I'm planning to leave. I, You know, this was like Thanksgiving time, and I just said in December. Right. So I kind of did the thing of, if you want my contact information, you should ask for it. And some people did, or some people did like they, they sent me an email or a text message and just wanted to make sure they had the right contact info that. So they kind of did that. And, um, and I also had at the time had done a couple of things or started some things that I wanted to finish on Facebook. And one of them, it's kind of just started as a, a little bit of a goof. And I don't know, I don't think you ever saw it because I think you were off already is that I did, I started getting post election. I started getting really interested in the fact that we elected all these new freshman women to Congress. Right. And I just started doing better know a freshman congresswoman. And I did two or three. And then I'm like, how many are there? Right. There's 34. I'm yeah. going to do all 34. I'm going to do all 34, including the one Republican. There's <laughs> 33 Democrats and one Republican where a freshman congresswoman come January 3rd. And just kind of share their stories a little bit with people. And I had some people who came, you know, those are some of my most engaged posts from some people, from some of my friends. They really kind of enjoyed the fact that, oh, a couple times a day I post something about these new people that are getting into Congress and their stories because they have a lot of them have great stories. Um, so I'm like, OK, I'm going to make sure I finish that. I, I've started it. I'm going to finish it, especially for the people that cared. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and I had, a, I had a group that I was managing for a, a thing that I was putting together, and I wanted to see that through to the end. But you know, I just kind of put it out there, and then as I, we got into December, just in the beginning of December, I'm like, yeah, I I've done it all. I can leave now. And I actually, I like on Friday, I announced that I was going to be leaving on Sunday, and then I ended up changing my mind and left on Saturday instead. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, and it was, I also did, like, I, I started paring down my friends list during this time. Right. First thing I did is I just went, like, if this is a person I wouldn't talk to on the street, they're gone. Right. And um, then a little bit later, as I got closer, I pared it down to 
at the very end, I pared it down. It was only about 50 people. And I basically, I pared it down to them. And then I made a post only to my friends of here is my phone number. And here is my email. Yeah. See, Two I, days I, before I left. Yeah. I didn't do that. I just simply left. Yeah. So I kind of had that plan in place, but the, the thing is, yeah, like I announced on Friday, I was leaving anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you were saying that, uh, you, you made a point to pare down. Yeah, I started just started trimming little by little. And then on that, that right at the end when I was down to the very end, and I basically told, basically 48 hours, and I posted that here's my phone number, here's my email. I actually had one friend who I think he was trying to be cute and funny about it, but it got really annoying because he didn't want me to leave because he liked engaging with me. And he just started getting really obnoxious and annoying, and that's why I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not doing this anymore. Um so yeah, that Saturday was just a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm done. I'm out, and I haven't been back since. Did you have any twitchiness or withdrawal? No, not really. Actually, I never really did, and I think it's because it was such a long, drawn out process for me. Yeah, and I and it had been such coming such a long time, and I've been just watching Facebook and like I don't necessarily think I need this anymore. I don't think I'm getting anything out of it. Um, I don't think I need to be here. I don't think it's healthy or necessarily good for me to be here. Yeah. So once I left, I was like, I know, yeah, because you asked me about it after I left, and I had a couple of other people too, and I'm just like, do you miss it? I'm like, no, not really. Honestly, not really. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's one of the more amazing things that, that you know, you sort of, but but then again, you you, you exited in a different way. Like you, yeah. like I, I, uh, like I obviously struggle with my own ego quite a bit. And so like I wanted like I'm not going to lie about it. I wanted people to go, "Hey, no, don't go, Dino, you're awesome. We want you to stay." You know, or somebody to reach out privately and go, "Hey, we want you to stay on Facebook." And and the thing is that never happened. So that's yeah. okay, you know, but yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm like, "Yeah, that's it. I'm done." I can, you know, and and so Twitter's fine for what I want it to do. So I, I just wanted to ask something. I thought I was thinking about this when you were talking about sort of your Facebook project. Are you familiar with the Wassa Loner project on Twitter? No, I am not. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's the greatest thing on social media ever. Okay. So right away in the early beginning, and I think I know who the guy is. Um, right away in the beginning, there was a character called Wassa Loner. And so nobody, nobody really thought much about it. He was just another person online, and he was he was referencing you know his experiences in and around Wausau. And then all okay. of a sudden, it turned it turned into uh, like a, a pandemic was like he he started describing fire trucks in his neighborhood or <laughs> an ambulance okay. down the street and not knowing what's going on and. You know, his neighbors are suddenly gone and, you know, all all of this stuff. But, you you know, and it was just super engaging. And uh, and then all of a sudden it turned into a zombie movie. And so it, it, it went from it <laughs> okay. was really sort of that uh, Orson Welles, you know, invasion thing that he did. Mm-hmm. And he did it over a series of years. Wow. And it got like he got written up in Rolling Stone magazine, and he never broke character. 
He never broke and he created an entire universe and we would just sit and, and long for like, you know, he there were survivors hiding out on an island on Lake Wausau, you know, and it was <laughs> all of this shit. And it was just such if it was a book, it would have been a great uh, it would have been a good adventure book. But the fact that he was doing it 140 characters at a time, oh, <laughs> nice. I was just, yeah, it's Google the Wassa Loner Project. And I think, I think the guy who did it, and nobody's really sure, but we, you know, you sort of unpack these things and kind of guess. And I think it's a guy named David Colthurst who works at a marketing agency here in town. And, uh, but I've, like, I've met David and I, he's never confessed it to me, but I'm pretty sure it was him. So, but it, like it, it became like, he was, he had, you know, a million followers. Like everybody on Twitter was like, there's a zombie problem in Wausau. And, <laughs> and because he never broke character for a while there, like official governing bodies were okay. Why is there, you know, where did these people go? You know what, this story happened. So they would check out these things on Twitter, like they were real events. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool. So, yeah. So, you know, are are you glad you're off Facebook? Yeah, I think I am. I, I honestly, you know, I, I thought maybe I'd be tempted to go take a look at something or something like that. I think about the only thing I miss out on occasionally is where something would be posted there about an event that I would care about that I wouldn't find any other way. Right. But... Honestly, a lot of those are publicly searchable. If I really wanted to go publicly search just by Google, it would pop up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I th I think that like I was like we were saying earlier or at some point, like there is a cost to be paid for not being on Facebook. Yeah. You know, like there are things that happen that that don't happen anywhere else. And I it, like you, I'm willing to pay that cost. Yeah. You know, and so. I'm I'm super grateful that I'm that yeah. I'm off. And did you, so? Did you just deactivate your account, or did you delete it? It's currently just sitting deactivated. Okay. Um, yeah. So I but, I deactivated first, and then I deleted my account today. And it takes thirty days for your account to delete. Sure. Which so they, they hope you come back. Right. <laughs> they just hope you're so addicted that you come back. The, the other thing that I found amazing was when you when you delete your account, they give you an opportunity to to download everything that you've done. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, holy balls. How many, like, and, and then you get a report. Like I had 2,970 pictures. I believe it. Yeah. You know, in, in well over a hundred thousand posts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jesus, that's, that's sad. What the hell is that? I got to go hang out with girls, but you know, it was it was it was fun to sort of see, and I chose not to do that because ultimately I don't know if I have a computer big enough. Um, yeah, you know, so I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I I have all of my pictures, you know, and it's to to come back to the Cambridge Analytica thing and the lack of ethics on the part of Facebook. It's I've always said it was funny because I've never like I've never once put a Facebook app on my phone. Except obviously Instagram, which I'm probably going to have to get rid of tonight. Um, <laughs> and but I've never wanted Facebook on my phone, and I've never wanted uh, like I never had Messenger or any of that stuff. 
for whatever cool. reason, I just sort of was like, yeah, you know what? Mark Zuckerberg looks sketchy to me. I don't want him having access to my phone. But at the same time, I have no problem telling Google absolutely everything about me. Yeah. Like, they run my calendar, my contacts, my pictures, all of it. Like, they do everything. And for years, uh, my friend Seth is like, you know, there are alternatives to this. And I'm like, I'm sure there are. And, like, for political work, I have an, what amounts to a, a parallel world. Like, I have I have uh, an email server in the Hillary Clinton sense. And, mm-hmm. and I have... You know, like I use Signal for for text messaging for work, you know, and so there there is sort of like I, I've walled off my political work completely away from Google and my phone, mm-hmm. and so like, and I also Google like walled it off from Facebook, obviously. So, but the but the Internet of Things again to come back to that phrase makes Facebook terrifying. Yeah. I mean, well, just to, it's interesting that you you kind of go this direction. The last few weeks, um, are you familiar with the TV show Parks and Rec? Yeah. Did you ever really watch it? No. I only kind of watched it here and there, and I finally decided to watch the whole thing from beginning to end. And I'm in the last season right now. And the last season was 2014. It was four years ago. And there's a whole running plot through this thing about a company that is basically just data mining everyone in the town. And taking all of their information, like at one point, um, like drones show up at people's doorsteps to deliver them gifts. They're like, how do they know I like these things? Because basically their phones have been listening to them all the time. Oh, sure. So the company knows what they like. So then they were trying to um, they were trying to get the goodwill of the, of the voters for some purpose. And so they just started sending gifts to people's doors based on what they learned from listening on their phones. The microphones on their telephones. Oh, that's oh, and that God. was four years ago. They were that far. I mean, people weren't really talking about that four right. years ago. I like they are now. And I was like, I'm watching this, and I'm thinking about Facebook. And I was literally watching earlier today, and thinking about I have a podcast later with Dino, and this is going to be a topic. Right. Oh yeah. And talking about their their app. Yeah, I mean, just just the way, yeah, just the idea. Like, I have a smart speaker. I got a a smart speaker last year for Christmas. Oh, you have an Amazon listening <laughs> device. <laughs> well, no, it's it's uh. Oh, it's, it's Google. Yeah, it's from the company okay. Philips. And here, hey Google, what's the temperature? In Weston, it's currently thirty-one. Uh, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, she said, yeah, she knows the temperature. Hey, Google, yeah. what am I doing tomorrow at 5 a.m.? The temperature tomorrow at 5 a.m. in Weston will be 25. Okay, so she got that question wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, it's at, you know, like, I just assume, like, it's creepy because I've just recently sort of had the awakening that it's probably listening to me all the time. Yeah, and... uh well, yeah, my brother has an Amazon Echo Dot, and yeah. he's already told me a couple stories where it will just start talking to him for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if... if but I'm, it'll also make sense. It won't be just completely random. Right. Yeah. But every now and then, like, she'll hear what sounds like Hey Google in a song lyric. Hold it. Sure, for that, you might like talking to Genius. Want to give it a try? No. <laughs> All right. And it's, you know... 
it she just responds and it's just the weirdest thing and i you know i feel like i'm just sort of making a mistake by having it in the house but <laughs> like the yeti cup i got for my for my birthday this week i i got it for christmas last year and i feel like i should use it cuz i think somebody paid over 100 dollars for it you yeah. know and like there are it's there's some nice things about it but at the same time yeah google gets to listen to everything that goes on in this room yeah yeah it's fucking creepy <laughs> yeah it is jesus and it's not really not that useful like i can't like it doesn't i can't get it to play music successfully like you know like i can't ask it to play spotify playlists or anything so yeah but yeah so all right buddy that's uh that's about an hour so uh usually we end the podcast asking if people have some endorsements of of shit that they think is cool so you know like you were talking about your your binge watching a show now or you know anything else that you just sort of want to go hey that's cool well yeah since i brought up parks and rec and just the creator of that show michael Schur, is just progressively gotten better and better and better with every show he's ever done he started he was uh one of the the big names on the american office then he moved to parks and rec he's done then he started Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and now his most recent show, I think, is honestly the, the one of the best shows on TV, and that's The Good Place, and I don't know if you're watching it. Nope. But if you aren't, you should go watch that show. Oh, it's that's not the, yeah, commitment. Kristen Bell it's, and Ted Danson? Yeah. Okay. And it's not a huge commitment. They're in season three right now, but the seasons are only 13 episodes, and it's a half hour, essentially a sitcom, but it's one of the smartest, funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So if you're not watching the show, like I said, you can go find it. The first two seasons are on Netflix. Um, they're currently in the middle of the third season, and it's it's an it's an easy commitment if you're a person, you know. Like I brought up the Parks and Rec thing to my brother, and he's like, "Oh, you should go watch Thirty Rock." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Just thinking about how many episodes there are of that show, yeah, and the time commitment. You can, you know, one season of this is 13 episodes at 22 minutes a piece. How long is that? Right. Yeah. It's you like a watch, long movie. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you could do it in an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because I really sort of I tend not to watch like that stuff that mm-hmm. we'll just say, you know, lighthearted or whatever. And uh and I really should because like shows that I have to do homework for or keep notes for mm-hmm. that like The Americans, which was your suggestion as well. Yeah. I like I have a folder in Evernote that I you know, <laughs> I have I have you... Americans notes. This won't require as much, although, yeah. I mean, it's a through storyline. It's a well-thought-out storyline. Yeah. And each season kind of has its own, like, storyline, and then there's the overall storyline of the whole show. Okay. Uh, it's Yeah, and like I said, it's such a simple commitment. The cast is absolutely great. You brought up, you know, Kristen Bell and Ted yeah. Danson. The rest of the cast is great, too. Um, the breakout from this show is Darcy Carden, who plays Janet on the show. Um, I can't I can't believe she hasn't gotten more work. She's absolutely phenomenal, including the most recent episode. She put in a performance that, you know, she's on a half-hour sitcom. If she doesn't get nominated for awards for this performance, I'm going to be very disappointed. Wow, it's okay. It's that good. Um, so I... It's fucking Mosley. Hold on. There okay. you go. Oh, Jesus, fucking, what the hell is going on in that town? Sorry. It's all right. So, yeah, <laughs> but, who, who is the Mosby internet provider? Well, I'm through a charter, well, Spectrum. 
Oh, wow. Okay, well, that's weird. So, yeah, that is strange. But, all right, well, hey, thanks for doing this, man. Yeah. And if, if people want to, yeah, if people want to follow you on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? They can find me at CC3380. Which is also the PIN number for your bank account? No. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. All right, cool. So we're done. <laughs>